Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new series called Kayla Runs a Half Marathon, where I'll be coaching and interviewing aspiring distance runner Kayla Roten through her journey to her first half marathon. Follow week by week as Kayla trains for her big day and let's find out together what it takes to cross the finish line. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Kayla, how's it going? Hey, Harrison. Good. Tired after this week, but doing good. How about you? I, I'm sure. I'm good. Thanks. You, you were moving, right? You guys went and made the trek from yeah. Utah to... Where's the new home? Okay. So in between. So we left Utah Monday, went to Iowa, got there Tuesday um, for my husband's graduation. And right now we are at my parents' house in Arkansas until we can move into our new apartment in Connecticut. So we're <laughs> a lot of moving parts, um, a busy week with lots of driving, but yeah, yeah, we're finally settled here for a little bit. Sounds like it. So Arkansas and what's the weather like over there? Arkansas is um, hot and humid and yeah, <laughs> that sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably a pretty big adjustment from Utah. I mean, Utah, let's be honest, this time of year is basically perfect, right? Uh, yes. And the whole time that I have started running, <clears throat> I started in Arizona. Then we went up to Utah, which is where I started training with you. So I've only been running in, you know, pretty mild weather. Even in Arizona, it was like winter time, you know, February and dry. And so it's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a, a change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good and bad, right? It's, I think if we look at where your race is going to be, it's in Connecticut. Connecticut's going to be humid. Um, probably not as bad as Arkansas, although I don't know for sure. But I would just think that like the South is probably is Arkansas considered the South or is that Midwest? It's the, we consider it the South, like oh, growing up South. here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. I <laughs> that's one of the <laughs> one of the states that I'm. I've only been to Arkansas one time. But uh, anyways, point being is, if the race is in Connecticut, it's probably good that you're getting some exposure to more humid climate than you know if you were to train in utah and then like fly out for example to connecticut to do the race that might be a little bit challenging yeah and i think um 
because I think Connecticut is humid, especially because it's so close to the water. And I know it's definitely going to be hot. So, sure. yeah, as much as I haven't, <laughs> I didn't like it when I was running here. I It's good to get used to it. Yeah, sure. So did you get any of your runs in? Uh, I, well, I guess your most recent run would have been in um, Arkansas. But did you do any of the other runs there? No. Um, yeah. So Monday I ran before we left Utah. So I ran in the morning that, okay. that run was great. <laughs> Felt good. super good. Um, definitely on my faster end. I can't recall what the pace was now, but, um, it was definitely below 12, I think. Good. That's great. Or and, around there. And for people who are just tuning in for the first time, what, how many miles did you run on Monday? Oh yeah. Um, I ran one and a half on Monday. Okay. And, um, going back to like what we had talked about last week where I struggled through the four mile, <laughs> I really did feel like when I started the run, I'm like, it's just a mile and a half. Like, yeah, this is going to be great. And it felt good. Like I was like, okay, yeah. Like look how far I've come. I can run a mile yeah. and a half and it feels good. So that was nice. Um, because of driving, I took Tuesday as a rest day, you had said it was supposed to be Wednesday, but I could switch it around. So I did yeah. need to do that. Yeah. Cause we were, we stopped somewhere in Nebraska. Um, and it was like a long day of driving and stuff. Sure. Wednesday. So then we were in Iowa and did my strength training that night. That was great. Thursday I went to the, it was raining. Um, so I went to the gym in the morning to run on the treadmill and I did two miles. <clears throat> Perfect. And even, feel? it it felt good um yeah it felt i like did a really slow easy pace um even there like it was hot in iowa and humid and with the rain even inside the gym it was like humid like i could yeah, tell yeah, yeah. it wasn't as bad as um my run here in arkansas but um i could tell the difference being from being in utah but it still um it felt pretty good it just i did it really easy on the treadmill not not too bad um, and then Friday still in Iowa, I went and cycled for 30 minutes at the gym before we left. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So those were all good. Um, <laughs> then we came down to Arkansas Friday and did my, I did my Saturday run, which, um, you had told me to do three miles <laughs> and, um, it was not that great. <laughs> so we kind of had, um, bit off more than we can chew. My parents live out in the country, like in the woods. And they were actually on a trip when we came down. Um, and so I'm like, oh, let's do some yard work for them, like Saturday. And yeah. I got like really ambitious. Um, I'm just like, oh, I can do this. Now I can do this. Now I can do this. And it was kind of fun doing yard work because we've been renting for the whole time we've been married, you know. And so we haven't had a yard to do yard work for. Yeah. So it was like kind of fun and we were out all day and I was drinking lots of water, but like we were still doing a bunch of like manual labor outside in the heat and humidity and stuff. And so by the time I went to go do my run, I could tell like even before I started, my back was kind of hurting my like, I was just kind of like not bad achy, but I was tired just from like working all day. I'm like, yeah. oh no, I hope I can do this run. And so I took off, um, and I, <laughs> it was not good. And I, uh, I'm just like kicking myself because I just didn't plan well, you know, I should have run early in the morning before it got hot or 
XYZ. Um, so yeah, I made it like a mile, like 1.25 miles and my back was hurting. My foot was hurting. And I just, I'm like, there's no way. And I was running out and back and I'm like, I, yeah. if I keep going, I'm not going to be able to make it home. Like, I don't think I can. So I stopped at 1.25 miles. So one and a quarter. And I actually like my foot was hurting so bad. My back was hurting so bad that I had my husband come get me. <laughs> oh. And yeah, it just was not that great. <laughs> so um, I'd love to talk, you know, about like, yeah, just what you do in that situation, what yeah. I should have done differently, all the yeah. advice. Well, look, we're all going to have bad days. We're all going to have bad running days for sure. I've I've had my fair share of those. I think everyone listening's probably had their fair share of just days that don't feel right. And I think it was probably a combination of your adjusting to a new environment you know you came from the perfect weather to now it's humid and it's hot and you waited until what time do you think it was did you already say that i no i was running at like five i was trying to run before i eat dinner because then i wouldn't be able to run until like nighttime so yeah yeah, yeah. a bad and, time <laughs> yeah and like i don't know how it is in arkansas but in arizona five is like almost the hottest time of day you know you're coming off of like peak heat from the day so mm-hmm. i have to imagine it was pretty warm outside and um, and then you'd been spending all day doing, I think you said yard work. And so I'm not surprised that you weren't feeling good just based on the time of day. I would just highly recommend on your, on your longer run days, at least doing those first thing in the morning, if possible. I know it's not always, it's hard to time that with, with small children and you're moving and you're going through all the things right now. So totally understandable, but to avoid that in the future, probably best to just knock that thing out first in the morning um that way you've got all your energy it's cooler outside and uh you know but i think you made the right call to to just listen to your body and things weren't feeling right and you know there comes a point where you're going to do more harm than good and i think you made the right call to to just you know let's pick up the pieces next week and this was a down week for you anyway so really it was just a recovery week so I don't think you've lost any fitness. I don't think that this is a sign that you're not progressing. I think this is more just uh, just a weird circumstance, and and we'll we'll take one or two things to learn from it. But more than anything, I think it's just something you can forget about and move forward with. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was like, am I going to be throwing everything off if I don't get these three miles in? Like, should I just no. walk to make three miles? So, um, yeah, that's good to hear. No, not at all. I mean, look, it's it's certainly going to happen. It's not ideal that you didn't get to do your mileage. But at the end of the day, what we're looking at is the full, in this case, 18 weeks, right? We're we're looking at over the 18 weeks, were you able to build up to a mileage that would, you know, allow you to then on race day, you know, peak at the right time, have the, the the right amount of fitness to be able to get through those 13.1 miles at a pace that you're comfortable with. And, you know, one run on one Saturday is not going to make a difference. So, um, I, yeah, there's nothing to worry about at all. And so hopefully people listening can kind of give themselves some grace when you do have issues. Now, that's not to say you're going to make an exception every Saturday and come up with, you know, a reason not to run your 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 runs i think if this happens every once in a while totally understandable if it starts to become a pattern then i think you would want to be concerned because 
you know, uh, we talked about this last week, but with the marathon or the half marathon, no one's going to be able to put in those miles for you. So at the end of the day, you are going to have to build up to that, but we still have a lot of time. I mean, we're in week now I'm losing track. If this is the sixth episode, we're in week, we're going to be starting week five. Right. So I would just, I would say, let's put this one behind us. Okay, great. Cool. So okay, so what's week, the plan for, yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to, I was going to segue into this coming week, which is um, a five mile run on Saturday. Oh my uh, gosh. Will, okay. Will you be in the same place or are you going to be moving around? No. Yes. Yeah, so um, I am in Arkansas until the end of the month. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing a short little, um, I'm going to help my husband drive out to Connecticut on, we leave the 15th, which is a Thursday. Okay. Um, and then I'll be flying back to Arkansas um, until the end of June, but I'll mostly gotcha. be here. Cool. So here's a little, a little hack. Um because you're in an unfamiliar place, like, do you have a good running route or are you kind of still learning where you're going to run? Um, I'm still learning. So um, I live on a, or my parents live, like I said, out in the country, like down a dirt road. Um, but it's like pretty loose gravel. So th- I did try running on that, which I think also is part of the problem because I was like, you just kind of slip and slide on the gravel. And so I think I'm going to try to find some like nice trails that I will drive to, to run on probably. Yeah. Especially because that... like the, the roads, like the paved roads, once you get off of the dirt road, have no shoulder, nothing. They're just like these small two lane. So I, I can't run there. It's not safe. Right. So yeah, I'll, I'll find some places. Okay. So th- that kind of leads me to another point, which is going to be running surface. And so gravel, yeah, probably not the easiest thing to run on. Um, my my top choices are either dirt, like a hard packed dirt, or uh, asphalt, like like you know road. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the two softest. I mean, grass is softer, or like a track is softer, but um, grass I don't ever run on because you could have like you know dips in the grass and you could roll your ankle or something. Um, tracks are great, but you can get tired of running in circles over and over again. Um, so if possible, like if you can go find a running trail or a bike trail, the hack I was going to tell you about is, is just like, see if maybe like if you guys have some help with the kids, maybe if your husband would want to hop on like a bike and ride next to you or maybe run one or, one or two of the laps with you if there's, you know, if it's like a mile loop or something. Um, but just maybe do something a little different on that run to, to, to spice it up to make it a little bit fun. If, you know, since you're going to be in a new place, if you're not comfortable going out by yourself, if that's not an issue, then no worries. Another thing might be, you know, maybe run half of it on the treadmill and half of it outside. Or just if five just seems completely unimaginable, just maybe break it up a little bit. Um, and that's not to say do like two, two and a half in the morning, two and a half at night. But maybe it's, you know, like I said, taking him with you or going and doing the treadmill half of it and then go outside and run the second half or vice versa. Um you don't have to do any of that, but just, just a little bit of a tip if, you know, if that's seeming like a, an unimaginable distance. Yeah. Like, I mean, hearing it, it, it does sound like that, but yeah, but I'm like, but I did four miles, so surely I can do five, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah. That does sound fun. My husband is a great runner <laughs> and yeah, run it with you. yeah, that'd be fun. There you go. Um, and another thing too, just, 
just with the water and the fuel and all of that. I mean, you're, you're probably getting to the point. I mean, I don't think you need to eat anything on the run yet. So we'll save that for a future episode, but um, just making sure that you're eating something before the run, as we've talked about, make sure you're staying super hydrated. That's going to be more important now than ever, just given the fact that it's hot and humid out there. Mm-hmm. Um, are you supplementing with any type of um, electrolytes, like any salt tablets, uh, which I can get into if you'd like, or um, like noon or liquid IV or anything like that? No, no, I haven't been. Okay. So I, let's, let's start that this week. Um, there's so there's a company called salt stick which is what i use they're these little circular tablets they're really salty they're really like they're basically little tablets of salt that you they say you take like two for every it's either one or two for every 15 minutes i'll have to read the label anyways i don't have it down to a perfect science but i will take a little tiny ziploc bag with me full of those and i'll just pop one in like every 10 or 15 minutes or so um if it's a super hot day And, uh, that just helps keep your, you know, cause when you sweat, you're, you're sweating out a bunch of salt. And and so it just kind of keeps your, um, it it keeps your salt levels up. And then another alternative would just be an electrolyte drink, like a Gatorade, or, um, they make packets called liquid IV where it's similar, you know, it's got electrolytes in there. You can pour it into like water and mix it. Or another one's called noon. It's a little tablet that kind of fizzles in, in your water. Um, I don't love, I used to like noon, but it's, it carbonates the drink. So it makes it, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like a, like a carbonated water. Some people like that. Um, when I'm running, I don't like that. So, um, but I would, I would highly recommend like the night before and the morning of that you're taking in some electrolytes just to make sure that you're replenishing all those salts that you're going to lose. Okay. Yeah. I'll look into those. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, well, cool. I think, I think you've got a good game plan. So just follow the same, the same plan. Um, instead of doing a one and a half mile run on Monday, I would do a two mile run, keep Thursday's mile or Thursday's run, a two mile run. Um, so that's going to get you two on Monday, two on Thursday, five on Saturday. So fingers crossed, if everything goes well this week, you will have finished the week with nine miles under your belt. So you'd be progressing really, really well. Um, you can keep doing strength on Tuesday, cross training on Wednesday, optional cross train on Friday or rest day. Um, and just listen to your body. How's that, by the way, that knee pain you were talking about, has that gone away? Oh, or is yeah. it... Um, it's, it hasn't really bothered me that much Thursday on the treadmill at the beginning. Um, my knee was feeling like a little tight, but it quickly like worked itself out. Um, so yeah, it hasn't really been bothering me this week. Good. Are you doing any dynamic stretches before you start running? Um, I typically have just been doing some, like a little bit of walking before I start running. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, have, I haven't been, but maybe I should start. Yeah, you know what I'll do? I'm going to shout out right now, uh, Dwayne Scotty. He's a guy that we've had on the podcast quite a bit um, a while back. It's been now a couple of years, but... He has a really great YouTube video with a, a solid um, sort of warm up that you can do before your runs. It's 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 pretty long, <laughs> so it's like I don't know five to ten minutes. I can't remember how long exactly, but you probably don't need to do the whole thing. But you could take from it stuff that's comfortable or stuff that you can fit in before your run, whatever you have time for, and 
give that a shot. I'm curious to hear how that goes, but that might loosen you up a little bit before you actually have to start running. Yeah. Okay. I will. Cool. So <clears throat> I feel like we've talked about some good things today. I know this was a bummer of a week for you, but uh, hopefully your spirits are high and you're excited about this five mile run. Yeah, I am. I have uh, literally, I'm like smiling so big right now because like when you said I'll have nine miles under my belt this week, I, I'm excited. I, I feel good about this week. Um, I think that the recovery week was really good just because, you know, my knee isn't as tight. I, aside from the, the three mile fiasco, like I did feel really good during my other runs. They felt easy and stuff. So I'm, I'm excited. I think this will be, I'll, I think I'll have some good things to report next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm hoping so. I, I know you will. And this, this, I think you just brought up the knee thing um, about how, you know, it's, it hasn't been bothering you as much and, and how the recovery week helped you. And I think that's so important to recognize as you're training for half or for a marathon, something is always going to come up tightness here, tightness there, a pain, a niggle, something that's bothering you. It's just part of the process and you have to be willing and able to work through it. Um, whether that means taking some recovery time, whether that means seeing a physical therapist or, um, podiatrist or, or whatever the case is, right, to get the help you need. Um, or, or just, you know, finding a way to, you know, do alternatives, you know, maybe it's cross training, doing some strength training to, to strengthen the muscles around it. But that's always going to be part of this process. And so I'm glad that you've kind of started to learn that already early on in the process. And you'll start to learn the difference between just kind of tightness and soreness versus an actual injury. And again, that's not something I can really coach on. Uh, it's something you'll have to figure out on your own or, or in talks with the professional. But um, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. And I'm, I'm glad that people are experiencing that with you on this journey. Yeah. Awesome. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. We've had some really positive feedback. People are really enjoying this. So I hope you are too. And uh, again, thank you for everything that you're doing for everybody. And this is this is going to be it's going to be a fun week. Yeah, it is. And I I'm just like I again I'm just really grateful for this opportunity. My um my brother in law just ran a half marathon on Saturday, and we you know reported, and I was able to see his run on Strava and everything. And um, it like pumped me up. You know, I was like, yeah, like he did it. That's amazing. Like I'm gonna be able to do that too so uh, yeah again Harrison just like thank you for coaching me and for this opportunity to learn from you and um, it's been awesome absolutely well thank you so much and for everyone listening if you haven't already go follow Kayla at Kayla Roten on Instagram she also has a TikTok at Kayla runs fast I think it is right <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay uh and then Give this podcast, if you're if you're on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen, a five-star review. Hit a follow button. It always helps, and uh, we appreciate you listening. But thanks, Kayla. Have a great week. Yeah, thank you. You too. Bye. All right, bye. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify, searching B-R-E-K-K. -K.